0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 3 of the 1023 Soul Shop Talk podcast. Maybe I'll change that name, I don't know. Anyway, sorry I've been absent for a little bit. It's been a while since I posted up. uh, A couple things. Um, Our first episode got deleted. uh, Also in the midst of a um, computer swap. We had a lot of stuff going on and changing things up, and I lost our entire audio file. So, I don't have episode one anymore. Uh, I don't even have the ability to repost it, because it is gone from our cloud. I messed up when I posted it, and I put a time limit on it. Didn't really know what I was doing. Uh, Wasn't that important anyway, but episode two is still there. This is episode three. It's going to be pretty long. Anyway, as you know, we're not a sponsored podcast, so... At some point in the future, we may do sponsorships. I don't really know. I don't really care. We don't do this to make money off of it. We do this because I really like diesels. Uh, but if you want to spend money, 1023.com is our store. Uh, if you have a 7.3 or a 6.0 liter or really anything, I suppose, but that's all I really know about. Our guys in the shop can help with other stuff. We've got a really cool program where you can go on to our website um, if you're on mobile, just hit the little hamburger in the top left corner. If you're on a computer, it's just right on the main navigation menu. Uh, and it says plan your build. If you click on that, there's a form you can fill out. And that form will ask you about your truck. Um, lots of just good, detailed questions about what you're looking to do with it, what you have done with it now. Fill that out, hit submit, and then call it or schedule a call. It redirects you to a call scheduling page. And you and I will sit down and have a one-on-one talk. It's about 30 minutes uh, about your truck, planning the build out, making sure that you don't waste money uh, and and, and no money gets spent. Parts don't get bought that aren't going to fit well with your future. So if you have any interest in that, especially if you have a 7.3, feel free to fill that out. Today's episode is with Mario G. of Night Shift Diesel. And I am really, really, really excited for this. Um, Mar- I've known Mario for, I guess it's probably going on two years, three years now. And we, uh, I've tuned all of their trucks. Uh, I tuned the, his specific truck. He's got a triple turbo 7.3 that, uh, that they built in-house. And it is really freaking cool. And he's going to talk about that. He's also going to talk about his journey uh, from childhood Growing up with cars, having a love for engines, and how that led into, and you know, where they now own a shop and they pretty much just exclusively build uh, pretty badass trucks. That's about all they do. Like, I don't think they turn anything out of their shop that makes less than five or 600 horsepower, most of it quite a bit more. So, you'll get to hear from them here in just a couple minutes. And I am really, really excited for you to hear this. One more thing I'll throw out there, and then you can get back to the good stuff. We have a new email address. It's media at 1023 so com. So if you want to be on the podcast, or if you have any request for what you want us to talk about on the podcast, just send an email there, media at 1023 com, and I will happily look it over, and we'll see about uh, we'll see about fulfilling your request or getting you on here. But appreciate you guys listening. Share it if you know how to share it. I don't know how to do that, but this will be on all the podcast platforms and also be on YouTube. Here's Mario G. How did you get started in diesel? And I don't, I'm not asking that because I want the answer of, you know, like everybody asks. Uh, did you always have a passion for cars and did it start with gas or did it start with diesel?
1: So I had always been interested in cars, uh you know, mostly performance stuff, a lot of uh a lot of older stuff. Uh my dad came home one day with a uh, 1971 Chevelle Super Sport and I just I was in awe of this thing. I had never I had never seen something like that in person. Um, I don't even know how old I was at the time, definitely way before I could drive. And I was just amazed at this thing. He took me for a ride, you know, blew the tires off the thing. It was, it was a good time.
0: (laughs) And when you made 300 horsepower as a kid, it's just like, it's like, oh my gosh, you did a burnout. It doesn't even matter how fast it is.
1: Yeah. And it was loud. It was just nasty. And, um, you know, that, that just. That just pushed it a lot further for me. And then I, you know, I was into that era car at that point. And um, you know, just started getting into things like that. I bought and sold two cars before I could even drive. Just always into going fast, going off-road, playing with stuff, just whatever I can get my hands on. Yeah. Cars, four-wheelers, dirt bikes, doesn't didn't matter, just anything like that caught my interest um were you always interested in
0: power Is, is it is it power like we always wanted to get something that was like faster and you you could make it faster or did you just like just in general have interest in anything that you could like fix up and drive did you like have a knack for like buying something that's broken and and like making it runnable or just just all around everything with an engine you just liked it
1: um I, i've always been mechanically inclined um when i was a real little kid my friends would like break their toys apart to kind of see what was inside and I'd, I'd take mine apart and then i'd put them back together and they'd just throw theirs away and i don't know i it just I, I was always interested in how things worked um and then yeah i was always interested in power uh that was that was always the thing and that's that's more exciting you know just having something uh, it's loud and wild and a little and ridiculous. Then, yeah, yeah, and then once I got behind the wheel, um, you know, that's all I wanted to do is everything that I saw. You know, go go off roading and you know, I, I grew up in the country and we had mud bogs all the time, and you know, just a whole bunch of people get together and take their big trucks out there and dunk them in the mud and just have fun and you know, so we got into that pretty heavy and we'd build a bunch of trucks to do that. And I mean, we were young, so we were building them half-assed and you yeah. know, they weren't, they, they weren't that great, bunch of break builds. but it was fun. Um, so uh, do you find was, that looking
0: back now that it was more fun than, than it is now? Like when, like now that you have a, you have a good business going and, and you get to do a lot of cool builds and it's like, I know that that part is fun, but, Do you look back like pretty fondly at the early days when like, you know, money was the problem and it was like, let's just make stuff work. And, and didn't, didn't get to just like shop for the expensive stuff. It was more like, how are we just going to make this run and and show up?
1: It's honestly no different. And it's, it's no different for me when we were working on just a piece of shit or, you know, working on a $80,000 truck. It's all the same to me as long as it's, As long as it's fun, as long as, you know, all the guys I'm working on it with or, you know, we're we're bullshitting and having a good time and just uh, just doing our thing and, you know, laughing and figuring things out and trying new things. That's that's all that ever mattered. Um, And no, it's it's no different. Uh, We still we still go off roading. You know, we still work on all our own stuff when we get a chance to. Um, we'll, we'll stay late and work on, work on our own stuff after hours and, and, you know, be there until two o'clock in the morning and yeah, <laughs> uh, do whatever it yeah. takes, you know?
0: I know looking back, like when I was a kid, uh, not having any money to put into stuff, I, I think for me, it was definitely, um, more exciting than when every $20 part you could buy was, uh, was you know, every bit of it was exciting. You buy a can of spray paint to like paint the new bumper or whatever. Like that was like almost more exciting than being able to, to do, you know, a whole lot bigger projects at this point. So it's cool to see that. It's cool to see that. It sounds like you haven't lost your passion at all.
1: Oh no, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, you know, this, this type of stuff isn't a job. It's, it's a lifestyle for, for us, for all everybody there. Um, everybody at the shops into this kind of stuff they don't uh they don't go on vacations to the beach and you know all these random places we we just go and do truck stuff at different different events yeah you know that's we just don't have any desire to do much else
0: yeah <laughs> that's awesome on vacation every day
1: yeah i mean you know every day is not amazing you get some you get some rough days here and there but uh all in all we uh we're pretty excited about stuff on a regular basis and we always like when you know when when somebody comes in and and they're passionate about this stuff too and they're looking to do something a little different or you know just uh just looking for our advice on what to do on a big build we we really all really like performance there and we like real big builds when we can do them and uh thankfully lately we've been able to do a lot more a lot of people have been uh, really really into it and a lot of compound turbo setups and just just people wanting to make real real big power and kind of push it a little bit further and they'll come in real excited and you know all about the project and that gets us excited too and um, yeah i imagine yeah and it's great so um
0: yeah i do want to talk more on that what, uh, after, after like growing up, like childhood, being interested in everything with an engine, uh, you start driving, you were going to mud bogs, you're bringing your piece of shit. Um, what did you do? Like when you got out of high school, have you, have you always been in automotive for work or did that come later?
1: No, uh, that came later. Actually, while I was in high school, um, I started going to school the second half of the day at a technical school so uh so i'd go there and i i'd uh i'd do some uh some computer networking work there so after a while of going to school there i i got a co-op job where i would go and work at an internet service provider and and that's what i would do for half the day so i'd go to my regular regular high school, you know, some math classes, some English classes, and then, uh, and then I drive to work and then I, I do it work there. And I pretty much did it work for, um, most of my life. And, uh, and it was great. I made good money. Uh, I was able to, uh, to fund my automotive passions. Mm-hmm. and uh and build all my vehicles and um I could stay nice and clean during the day and go get dirty afterwards and and it was a good yeah. time. <laughs> um so I guess then um you know I had a I've got a 1970 Cutlass 442. I've had it since I was uh since I was a senior in high school and wow. uh and you know that was always fun. I I'd blow that thing up every year, and uh, and then over the winter I'd I'd build a new engine for it, or a new trans for it, something like that. Do some more upgrades, and then I, I Pretty started. Pretty typical getting, when
0: you have a cool car,
1: right? Yeah, you know, and then uh, you know I had a I got a truck when I with on forty fours when I was twenty two, and um take that out and beat up on that all the time, and keep improving on that, and then I got a I got into Jeep Wranglers and um started putting those heavy and and uh did a lot of mud racing with that just it was just on 35s and I'd uh I'd take it out and do a hill and hole events it was basically like a little little eighth mile mud race and uh, that was a good time Uh, I'd launch that thing pretty hard and break that and is that a side
0: by side race, like like you got two like couple guys like in a pit that race together? Or is it like a timed race?
1: It was it was a timed race, and gotcha. for the most part, it it ended up being a if you can even finish race. So, um, <laughs> a lot of the time, it would be that and most people couldn't even make it all the way through. Oh, um, nice! So that was I actually used to watch that race when I was a kid, and I always wanted to do it, and like I. I had to do it and I was so glad that I was able to, you know, finally get, get something all together and get out there and, and do that with everybody else and met a lot of really cool people out there. And, um, so then I had all these, all these vehicles that I was taking out and beating the hell out of and blowing up. So, uh, I, I needed a to tow rig. I, I had to find something and, uh, I, didn't really care what kind of diesel it was, but I, I knew I needed a diesel, and I was looking for something relatively cheap. I didn't want to spend a ton of money because I was pretty much just going to use it for a tow vehicle, and you know, maybe uh, maybe drive it in the winter type of thing. So, uh,
0: don't tell I, me you picked a seven three.
1: I, I picked a seven three. Yeah, hell yeah. Any other reason um, other than it was a good price? And, uh, and I went and looked at it and it was in good shape. It, it, it ran and drove nice. It wasn't, it wasn't spotless by any means, but, um, I picked it up for $500 and I could just get in it and drive it. And it was, it was bone stock. Uh, I bought it off the original owners. Um, it was, uh, it was a late 99 and, uh, yeah, it had, you know, like. Two hundred and forty thousand miles on it, and it just just did what it was supposed to do, and it would pull a trailer so mm-hmm. i uh I told myself, uh, okay, I'm just gonna put uh you know intake exhaust and tunes on it and just just tow with it so uh so I did that I did that, and uh, i uh I gained some good power from it. it was nice.
0: that's where it all starts
1: that's where it all starts. And, uh, and I had a couple of friends with diesels. So, uh, you know, we'd, we'd be going somewhere and they'd start ripping on there. So I'd rip on mine. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a good time. It did pretty good. And they all had Cummins and they talked a bunch of shit and, uh, seven, three did okay. And, uh, after that, what, what
0: era was this? What year was this?
1: Like, this would be about 2012, 2012, 2013, right around there. Okay. And, uh, and after that, I ended up blowing my turbo apart. That, that died. And, uh, did you do a billet wheel? No. No, <laughs> I uh I actually threw a 38R on there. I needed that thing back up and running right away. And I did a 38R and didn't change anything else. And it did okay. And then uh then I smoked the trans. That was done. I uh I killed that and once I did that, I said uh well um you know, a transmission is going to be expensive no matter what. and uh, BTS has a lifetime warranty. So I'm going to go ahead and get that. And then I don't have to worry about it anymore. And uh, right after second, I ordered,
0: Second best decision you ever made. Second only yeah. to buying a 7.3 first.
1: Right. So then once I decided, okay, now I've got this trans that can take a beating. So I don't even have the trans yet. And I'm ordering uh, all sorts of fun stuff. So I decided on uh, on a set of 238 200s, um, uh, full fuel system, regulated return, uh, head studs, valve springs, push rods, all sorts of stuff. Ordered it all immediately and, uh, and got it all, you know just collecting everything, got it all together. And uh, we went over to my buddy's dad's shop and tore everything apart and pulled, pulled the engine in trans and did a bunch of work to it, put it all back together, got it in there. And and it was it was a great time. It, it ripped. It, it did really great. And uh, then we had a local dyno event, diesel dyno event, and we went to that. And I made 501 horsepower. And this is yeah. <laughs> probably like, this is probably like 20, 2014. And I was pretty excited. Uh, probably.
0: I mean, stacking up against like I, most dyno events that I've been to anyway, they've all been, uh, I mean, especially from a seven, three, 500 horsepower is pretty damn respectable. Like you get a lot of oh, attention just with that.
1: I, I caught a lot of attention and I mean, it was, it was, you know, close to the higher end of of what everybody was making out there mm-hmm. uh, you know there were definitely some other people out there making some some bigger power for sure but uh that that caught a lot of people's attention that I broke 500 with a 7-3 mm-hmm. and once it did that pushed me that pushed me more into, into wanting to do it bigger and make more power and I had a couple of friends out there and we were all pretty close to that, you know, that five hundred mark. And we kinda started having uh horsepower wars between us and you know, we'd do a little bit more. I'd I'd tow it this I'd tow it my setup and it was too hot, you know, it it would do pretty good, but the GTs were just just nasty. Did you still have so, the thirty eight R on it
0: this whole time?
1: Yeah, I still I still had the thirty-eight R. It was a oh, wow, smoky a race tune yeah but (laughs) uh, oh it it lit instantly i mean you know you'd you'd stand on it and it'd just blow the tires off um so then i uh then i ordered a irate t4 kit and a 4677 and and i threw that on there and i really liked that that was a great setup
0: oh yeah that's a Two hundred percent in a four sixty seven is a pretty hard setup to beat for being simple. Yeah,
1: that's it. Really is nice and straightforward. I liked it a lot, so I ran that for a while, and it did really, really good. And uh, and then I I needed some more, so uh, so I got some dual H pops, and I uh, I got a set of used um, Twin Terminator H pops. And I threw those on there and that did, that did real nice. So that, that full combo there was really good. And I ran that for a while, just like that. I really didn't change anything else. So at this point in
0: time, you've got a BTS, you've got a, is it I rate fuel system?
1: Um, the fuel system was actually pieced together. I kind of pieced everything together myself. Okay. And, uh, and just made it work. A lot of the stuff was, uh, was driven diesel parts. Okay. So it was kind of like, um, kind of like their pre pump kit, their post pump kit and their regulated return. And then I was running a, um, a wall, a Walboro pump for a bit and that held pressure. But then I started going through them quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, no, it's yeah, just like
0: to die. They're cheap, yeah. but they die a lot.
1: Yeah, so it just worked perfect, no problems. And then I'd go out there to start it one day, and it just nothing. So yep. I was getting tired of swapping pumps, and then I, uh, so then I just switched to a a Fuel Lab Four One Four One and rocked that for a bit. And uh, or you know what? No, I actually did a an A One Thousand is what I did, and. Uh, And I actually still have that a 1000 on my truck Hmm. and that's been on there for about five years and it still does really really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I know they won't warranty him against diesel anymore, but, uh, am still happy. So I was out at the, I, I drove up to the sand dunes one day with a bunch of buddies and it's about a three and a half hour drive. And I, I towed a, towed a trailer up there, all that stuff, put some sand paddles on it and, and beat on it with some sand paddles for a bit. and uh, Truck shut off and I checked the oil and it was a milkshake. Yes. So, so I, I cracked the block out there and it would still run. It would still run just fine. You just had to pull the IPR out and clean the IPR and, uh, and change the oil. <laughs> and uh and it would run for a little bit and uh so so we ran it a little bit longer out there on the then it just did just got old we weren't going to do it anymore so once i popped that engine i said well I, I guess i'm getting rods so we did rods and and a girdle and and we're in the middle of a build and i keep looking at all these all these pictures of short trucks out there regular cab short beds and I'd been looking at them for a while and I just, I had to have one. Uh, I thought they were the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And I finally found a good donor for it. I knew I wasn't going to find something spotless in a regular cab long bed. And I I knew I had to have it real clean. So I just started looking at whatever I could find. And I found a, I found one with like 340,000 miles yeah in ohio like four hours away um that had had the trans split in half and caught on fire (laughs) and it was (laughs) just a mess so i ended we ended up driving down there and taking a look at that and and it was it was okay the it was solid everywhere it needed to be solid around the windshield it was good it was a black truck i knew i was going black either way and uh other than that it was not the best the rockers were gone the cab corners were gone the bed was gone the fenders were gone but i could see something in it i uh i i knew i could do something with it so i picked it it ran fine uh picked it up for 1300 bucks brought it back right. and just started stripping it down and uh, when that happened you know we're cutting stuff off this thing and uh, they farmed corn so there was all this ground up corn in there and cow shit and <laughs> and the, these torches were, were like burning this stuff and it had the worst stink you could ever come up with uh, i can was, imagine that'd be nasty yeah, we had to just stop and just This is just a,
0: a pure farm truck.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's just been a old seven three farm truck forever. And uh and we we changed its life. So we tore it all down and built an engine for it and got her all together and went bigger. Uh we decided, well three fifty two hundreds it is. Still wanted it. Still wanted it drivable. Still wanted a tow. So, we uh we kicked it up a notch and um, you know cut that truck in half and shortened it. And um, I was running a crew cab short bed before, and now it's shrunk down to a regular cab short bed. And you know we took like fourteen hundred pounds off of it. You know doing that, going from that crew cab short bed to a regular cab short bed, and
0: Did you notice a pretty big difference and, and, and like, like, did it feel faster? Was it squirrely? Was it, uh, what was your experience after doing the swap?
1: Oh yeah. It, uh, it was a lot faster. I mean, you know what it's like when you've got 1400 pounds in your bed. Yeah. Uh, You, you, you can feel it back there. It it's, uh, it's pulling down a little bit. So yeah, it, it was a lot better. Um, and I had already dealt with, uh, you know, Playing around with a lot of vehicles, shorter ones, longer ones, all that, and yeah, the shorter the vehicle is, the squirrelier it's going to be. You know, you start kicking that sideways, and it's it's wanting to wag back and forth pretty quick. You get a you get a crew cab out there, and you know you can kick that thing sideways, and you can ride that thing out sideways for a long time. Yep. You try doing that with a regular cab short bed, and she'll come around real quick on you. Yeah, but I like That's that. That's just adds the excitement. Fun exactly exactly so what fun is yeah, it to have I,
0: a boring 600 horsepower 7.3
1: right so I was super excited about it we got that together and um three days later we're we're at a dyno event with it with like 73 miles on it and uh and just beating it on the dyno and it made 666 on the dyno so Hell yeah. um so that was a good time, and that was actually with a muffler. That was going through a muffler at the time, so uh, we we hadn't hood stacked it yet.
0: So at this so at this point in time, you've got a uh, single cab shorty. You've got a fuel system kind of home built with a driven diesel regular return, and uh, and an A one thousand. You've got full force three fifty two hundreds. Okay. So you got four four you've got a Terminator dual H pops. Uh you still run in the S467. Um yep. and you made six sixty six on fuel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Badass.
1: And sure uh, what, good- ha-
0: what happened from there? Because you <laughs> it's definitely not that same truck anymore.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's not. So uh from there, I I drove it like that for a while. Um we went to a lot of events, um, towed a lot of trucks with that. I mean, just a ton of trucks all over the place.
0: Were you towing for you know, events? Like, like, or just towing, like, is this after you started your shop or?
1: Yeah. After we started the shop, uh, you know, we'd have, uh, we'd have trucks we'd have to move. Um, one day when we moved from one shop to the next, uh I towed like 30 trucks in a day just back and forth. Um would go and buy trucks all the time.
0: Um, yeah,
1: things we'd flip or um or parts trucks. We'd buy a lot of seven, three parts trucks, um all sorts of things like that. And uh or you know, buddies, they'd buy trucks. Uh you know, we'd we'd go out to Woodward and and find some races out there. And, and then we'd go out on the expressway in Mexico and, uh, and we'd race out there. And, uh, and
0: I remember, I remember you sending me a video a few years ago of, uh, of you smoking a Viper on the highway. Is yep. that legit? Did that actually happen?
1: That like, actually was he, did
0: you know you were racing?
1: Yep. Yep. That actually happened. So, uh, <laughs> um, awesome. I, I, I knew the guy. I knew the guy and, uh, and a couple friends and I went out there and we we're just the track. out there with, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. And we, we were yeah. out there having fun and we were driving around and one of my buddies said, Oh, Hey, uh, uh, Tim's out here, you know? So we went and met up with, with the guy, with Tim, he had the Viper and, There was also a Corvette and something else, something else that didn't even catch my attention. So that stuff was out there and, uh, you know, we were just driving around having a good time. We get on the expressway and, um, you know, we wanted to see what would happen. And we did, uh, we did four pulls, um, two of them, I tried with, uh, with just, just, we were just going like 70 miles an hour and we just jumped on it. Mm-hmm. And when that, when we did them that way, uh, the Viper would pull on me first. And, uh, and after the turbo light wrote, you know, fully light, it would, I I'd start pulling past them real good. And, um, and you know, our, our speedos don't go so far, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, later, later he told me that that i passed him at 140
0: um, Holy crap
1: and then uh the other two pulls that we did uh, i was uh i was lugging it i was i was boost launching it at 70 and when i would do that uh he wouldn't pull on me at all um we'd both take off and and be right next to each other and then i'd 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 leave him real soon after that and it would just keep pulling past them
0: that's awesome in a seven three in a shorty seven three
1: in a shorty seven three and i i didn't even know that my friend was um was recording us yeah and, uh, <laughs> and he got he got that one run from us and uh and it was pretty cool i'm glad he caught that it was uh it was a good time and that that guy very soon after that sold that viper yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you buy a seven three though
1: No, he didn't. What does he drive now? I think he drives an F-150. Not very exciting.
0: That is, that's okay. We don't need to talk about Tim anymore. Tim's boring. Is this, is this the same Tim that built, that built your setup you have now?
1: No, no, the, no. I was going to say, I would almost,
0: I would almost feel bad for calling Tim boring in that case.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Nope. Nope. The Tim Miller that built my kit, uh, he, uh, yeah, he he is not boring. He's got Yeah. Uh, a badass. Yeah, he's got some fun vehicles and he's been doing a lot of a lot of fun stuff for a long time.
0: Yeah. All right, so you build this truck, you beat a Viper. This was what, a couple years ago, three years ago at this point?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. At this point in time, do you have you already started your shop? Or is this uh when did you guys start Night Shift Diesel?
1: So we uh we were kinda working, you know, nights and weekends in wherever we could find a place. And
0: mm-hmm. we were just
1: kind of jumping around to places. Uh my friend's dad's shop, we were doing it out of there for a while and you know, we found a little little barn down some dirt road. We were doing it out of there, you know, for a while. We both have you know, we'd all have day jobs and you know, we'd we'd go there at night or on Saturdays or Sundays and, and just work on people's people's stuff that we knew and uh it was just just some word of mouth stuff just extra money and we just like working on stuff we like working on our own stuff so
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so we were doing that and then we got a then we got a little two bay thing that we rented and and we were doing that out of there and you know no no name just you know just people knew who we were and yeah. We were just, just doing the table, helping
0: buddies out and fixing their stuff. And,
1: and, uh, and, you know, we'd always talk about going bigger and, you know, doing more and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, everybody does that. It's, yep. uh, yep. everybody it wants, starts. yeah, everybody wants to own a shop and have a big garage and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's a good time. And, uh, And then I I decided, well, I want to do it. I'm, I'm ready. So I kept pushing for it, pushing for it. And, you know, we're all like, well, yeah, we'll look around at shops and we're looking at them and we're having a, we're having a hard time finding anything. And the shop we're in is just a little, you know, two bay shop and it's barely a two bay shop. You can barely fit two trucks in there and, So we ended up only having one in there with all the stuff we had, and we'd pull a truck in and work on it, and okay, here's the parts we need, and we'd pull it back out and pull another one in, and it was getting old. So we we finally found a a much bigger shop. We found a 3,600-square-foot shop. It was pretty nice, and we moved in there and started Night Shift Diesel. And once we did that, it, it blew up really fast. So we, we grew much faster than I anticipated. Um, word of mouth was huge. We, the only advertisement we ever had was, you know, just saying, Hey, we're a shop and we can work on that on, on Facebook posts on, uh, yeah, <laughs> on, on different groups on Facebook and, and then just word of mouth, you know, no, no real advertisement or anything. And, and we were immediately swamped and we have been ever since. And there's, there's no, no outlook in sight that will ever not be swamped. Uh, we've just continuously added more, more mechanics and, and grown to a larger shop. or in a 10,000 square foot shop now. and
0: Wow. That is quite an accomplishment.
1: Yeah. I, I, I thought it was going to take a lot longer. I had all these plans of all these, you know, uh, advertisements we were going to do and, you know, advertise on the radio. And
0: and you know, you're so local- busy you don't need to have time for advertisements. <laughs>
1: yeah. I was, I'm kind of bummed about it, to be honest. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I wanted there to be more of a struggle to, to grow. Um, I've always enjoyed the struggle. I, I think that's, that's the, the best part about it. Um, you know, it's, it's all great to be a big shop and get to do fun builds and all that stuff. But, um, the process you know,
0: is, is yeah, so worth it. I,
1: Absolutely. Like,
0: I, I think that's the case with anything. I, and honestly, I think it's any, anything good in life. Like you're going to get the most pleasure out of it with the process than, than you will with a finished product. I, I really believe that. Same thing with building any truck. Like, yeah, it's fun to drive a truck, you know, when it's all said and done, but you're never done. You know, like like it's 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 boring if you just put all your money in and, and finish it. And it's like, well, now what? Like, what am I going to drive it? Like the, the process is definitely where absolutely. a lot of the enjoyment comes from
1: absolutely and i've i've always liked builds always like builds and and researching things and figuring out what i wanted to do and and then you know doing though doing that putting more into it and seeing how that does i really like to see how it affects things um that's always exciting you know uh uh working on it and seeing what it does and seeing how much better it is and then figuring out what you want to do next and, and the next and next and next. And I've always had that problem where I don't, I don't have, there's no too much for me. You know? There's no, enough was enough. Um, I always want more and I've mm-hmm. always been addicted to power and, and, and all of that. And, and I'm going to keep pushing uh, until there's, you know, nowhere to go. So, uh,
0: so we'll see where that goes. So are you at this point in time, you're, you're full time in your shop, right?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: How was the transition like going like, like what was the transition like going from working a day job and, and you know, nights and weekends and basically not sleeping uh, to fix trucks on the side to managing like a a fairly big shop at this point uh was there a day where you just finally said you know you know fuck it i'll quit um or was it you know uh, was it kind of like long and like like just the point where like okay i don't sleep anymore like i I gotta do something different what was that what was that transition like for you
1: so so i got kind of lucky with that so so I was at the time I was working for a college doing it work for them and the economy started getting much better Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and when the economy started getting better less people started going to college and and they were laying off a lot of people and they were leaving the IT department alone and uh, and they were just laying off a lot of uh, a lot of faculty things like that they were canceling programs and just kind of really scaling back and and then it got to a point where they said okay um we're gonna start cutting it staff and they they came to me with a severance package and they basically said um uh, we, we, would like to buy you out of your contract and <laughs> like,
0: you're going to pay me to leave to go work on diesels.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so they, uh, they gave me $36,000 and, and I was
0: That's a pretty good step away.
1: <laughs> I was, I was real happy about it. I, uh, they were really confused. Um, they're like, you're, you're okay. Yeah. Ar- so you're okay with this? And I absolutely. Cause they had let a lot of people go already.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and I said, honestly, I'm, I've been bored here for a few years now. And it was, it was time. I mean, I had been doing it work for 21 years at that point. Mm-hmm. And I, I was so over it, you know, there just wasn't anything left in it for me. Uh, I just didn't want anything to do with it. And they said, well, do you have any questions? I said, yeah. When do I get my check? And they just <laughs> laughed they Just laughed because nobody else said you know, everybody else was like, no, so what, what am I going to do? do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and they were just, you know, really hurt that the, you know, that their place of business was letting them go. And, you know, that was their, you know, their family there and all that kind of stuff. And, and I was just You've had like,
0: no regret since.
1: No, not a bit. Not a bit. Um, it's been it's been great. It's been great. So I I left there with a smile on my face. And um and yeah, just uh it, it gave me the time and the push. Definitely that gave me the push to, to go ahead and do it. And that goes a long way. I mean a lot of people Yep, A lot of people don't ever get that push. You know, they're, they're at their regular job. It's super stable, making real good money. And that's hard to walk away from for a lot of people. Yep. Uh, But that's really hard to walk away from. And, um, yeah, that, that kick in the ass was really nice.
0: Yeah. I think that is a big struggle for a lot of people, um, I think I think honestly, it's probably the case for everybody. The, you don't even know what you're capable of until you have to do it. And it's, it's pretty incredible how innovative and how good you can get uh, when you don't have another option. That's for sure. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. I've always been the kind of guy to go and hang out at people's shops and, you know, just, uh, just work on stuff and bullshit and, that's always been a real good night for me and it's nice to be able to have that. I wouldn't want it any different. That's for sure. I, uh, I could have went back to a different it job or, um, I had, I had options. I had offers to, uh, to partner up with, um, friends that had other companies. Um, one was a roofing and siding company that, uh, that I actually, loaned a friend money to 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 get going and i i considered i considered doing that and the deal just wasn't right for me and that would have been that would have been all right i would have made great money there all sorts of stuff but it just wouldn't have been exciting and i get to do this and this is what i want to do and i get to do this with friends and we get to build this you know it's it's a lot of fun i've always been a builder and i've always liked to to start something and 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 build on that thing and and keep pushing it and making it better and and now i get to do this where it's pretty much yeah infinitely scalable and um and it's a good time and and it's nice to be able to to have friends that work there and have them be able to feed their families from it and them be excited in the growth I mean, and you guys have done
0: uh, at this point you've worked yourself into a pretty pretty freaking cool position uh I know a lot of shops, you know, you're just you're doing brakes and ball joints and oil changes and an occasional turbo and like, you know, like mild, mild performance upgrades. Um and it looks like anyway, like for the most part, you guys are just slammed with just crazy builds. Like almost everything you do at this point is is like full builds. Like if somebody wants to build a badass truck, they bring it to Night Shift Diesel. Is that right?
1: absolutely um in in fact most of the shops in michigan mm-hmm. uh they they don't want to do performance work um some of them won't do any performance work at all they want to do only only stock things um they're they're worried about uh about warrantying things and things failing and and all that they're they're more interested in in making more money than making cool trucks mm-hmm. and i i can't help it i'll i'll make a little bit less money to you know be able to do uh fun projects and and you know get to get to have you know passionate interactions with like-minded people i mean it's it's amazing when people come in and you know we're all talking about a build and Everybody's excited about it. And, you know, then then the look on their face when they come to pick their truck up. And, and
0: that's got to be like the most exciting part is just <laughs> getting your ride right, right seat and so with somebody that, that just they drop off a, a stock truck and pick it back up. And it's a, you know, 600, 700, 800 horsepower truck.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, it's, I, I can only build so many trucks for myself. You know, you just, you just can't spend, you know, 40 grand on, on 10 different trucks. It's just, just not something I can do. And doing this, um, I have the ability to, to build trucks every day and get to try some different combos. And, you know, some people have different, um, you know different goals for their truck or different things that they want to do with it and and we get to tailor it to to what they want to use it for and and every time it's a little bit different and uh and that's that's fun that's exciting who gets to who gets to build you know just badass trucks all day long and and get paid for it and That's a pretty cool spot to be in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's exciting and, and it's working, you know, it, it, it's, it's making money. It's, uh, it's allowing us to grow bigger and yeah, I, I just, uh, I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: So let's take a step back real quick. So you, you get this truck, you, you built your shorty, you build your dream truck, uh, I think everybody's probably going to want to know. I'm going to, I'm going to make the picture for this podcast uh, of your engine bay. Uh, what the hell happened and why is there so much piping under the hood and what led to that?
1: So truck had been doing great. I I had ran it for a long time like that. It was solid, just no problems. And one day I was just driving home, just, uh, I mean, literally around the corner from my house and I blew a head gasket real bad. Um, a, a, a chunk of the head gasket flew out of the engine and it also blew, um, several freeze plugs out of the engine so yeah so it was uh it was angry it was real angry so i was able i was able to uh to coast into my driveway so that was great um so i got it in there and uh and we towed it up to the shop the next day and um just just pulled it apart and um we threw a head gasket in there and uh after we threw the head gasket in there we we that we then realized that that there was a freeze plug missing so we pulled the engine and kind of went through it and um and kind of got it back together and got the freeze plugs in there and all that and and then we uh we found a crack and uh and that was, uh, that was about it at that point. Um, I knew I, uh, I knew I was going to need to go bigger at that point because, uh, (laughs) engines out, I kind of have to, um, and then, uh, you know, my buddy, Tim Miller, he, he was doing all these turbo kits out of our shop and, and all sorts of fun stuff, and compound turbo kits, and triple turbo kits, so, uh, on a lot of UCC trucks, and um, just had some nasty trucks around at the shop, uh, and it just definitely had my attention, and uh, wanted to wanted to build a kit that would that would still spool better than what I had. And also have more air on top, so i i I knew I couldn't take away drivability. I wanted to still tow and all of that, so we decided uh we decided to go triples um, of
0: course the logical decision
1: like, absolutely why wouldn't you it's, yeah <laughs> seven three, and you know let's put three turbos on it so so we did that we uh we built the kit for it um you know he uh he he built the kit and i helped him design you know how we were going to do it and what i liked and what i didn't like and i told him no matter what it absolutely cannot uh be a big j that goes across the the top of the radiator and into the turbo <laughs> yeah. you can't cannot cannot do that and he said good because that's hideous so um you know we worked on a lot of designs and he kind of he kind of stumbled over the uh the two pipes you know right in the center and then splitting around the the fan shroud so he built one of them and and said you know what I think i can i think i can mirror image this and, and do another one on the other side and it, it i said yes yes 100 percent. let's do that, that, that. and uh and so we weren't even trying to do it that way it just just kind of happened and it just looked badass I, I liked it so much
0: oh it looks incredible
1: yeah yeah it's I mean i i I think it looks amazing. I know it's mine, and I can only say so much being mine, but yeah. if it was anybody you, paid else, for it. you
0: have to love it
1: <laughs> yeah I mean, if it was anybody else's, I swear I'd be like, oh that is so badass I mean it's just it's really cool it's uh yeah it's uh it's definitely my favorite kit that he's ever built uh and he's built some really cool ones that I've really, really liked and you know it's uh it's always been a good time. You know, giving him a hand back there and and uh, watching him work. I mean, it's 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 the stuff he puts together is is functional art. I mean, it's it's just amazing, and he does such a good job with it. Yeah, I, uh, I could never, I could never build turbo kits like that. I, I just don't have that talent. Yep.
0: That's probably one of the coolest things about being uh working in the shop like is just getting to meet incredibly cool people that are like so talented at what they do
1: absolutely i mean it's you'd never get to meet people that are doing that kind of stuff or have that interaction with them and if you weren't you know working in a shop like that,
0: yeah is he doing, does he, does he work with you guys a lot? Does he do a ton of your builds, like your, your turbo kits and stuff or just yeah, power strokes? So, or you guys do Cummins too? Or
1: So he works at an aerospace company during the day. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then he comes over to the shop at night and, um, at first he was doing, he was doing a lot of kits for people outside the state and you know they'd ship the truck in and he'd build their turbo kits and then while the truck was there they had a couple of other things they needed they needed done so uh so we would we would do some of the work on that you know they might need a fuel system or you know maybe uh maybe they have a trans ship to us and we'd throw that in for them things like that he just you know, the guys would ask him, "Oh, uh, can you also do this and this and this?" And he said, uh, "He said, uh, yeah, yeah, we can do that." And we would just do the work for him, and and that was nice. That that helped us grow too. And then we started getting a lot more local work, and we were able to keep him super busy with all the local stuff. So we. uh we do a lot, of, a lot of work on a lot of six liters also. Um, we've done some real big six liter builds uh, that, have, uh, that have dynoed over a thousand horsepower, um, compound turbo, six liters, uh, several of those um, do a lot of uh, been doing a lot of work on Cummins lately. We've got, uh, we've got four Cummins truck builds right now. Um, two six sevens that are getting full engines with, uh, second gen swaps on them. Then we've got a compound turbo 12 valve and a compound turbo 24 valve. Um, and he's building the kits on, on all four of those. Wow. So he'll do uh you know, single second gen kits or compound turbo kits. Um, We've got uh, we've got another six liter there from Northern Michigan that uh, that the guy tows with, and he wanted he wanted a smaller setup, but he wanted compounds, and he had he had previously had worked on it at another shop, another couple shops, and they they put a a mail order bolt on compound turbo kit on a six O. They threw that on for them, and uh, the kit was MIG-welded, and it had slag inside of it, and the slag broke off and destroyed the turbos, wheels, and it was a mess, oh, and the kit was all, you know, booted together instead of V-banded and vanjins, and it just, just wasn't nice. It wasn't a good setup. Um, and and we you know we talked to the customer and let him know and um and he wasn't real happy about it and we were we were doing some other work to the truck and and we took it out and it blew a rocker apart and we brought it back and we talked to the customer and he said uh he said oh yeah that rocker had failed two other times before and I said, uh, "That's th- that's not good. That might be uh, a
0: problem." <laughs> yeah,
1: there's there's definitely some interference going on inside that engine. And he said, "Oh, okay. Um, none of the other shops seemed to think it was a big deal." I said, okay, okay, um, it's a big deal. And he said, "What, what do you think's <laughs> happening?" And I said, uh, "I'm pretty sure the uh, the valves are kissing the pistons." And he said, So that's not good, right? I said, no, no, that's not good.
0: <laughs> it's not good. He, he said,
1: uh, how do we find out? I said, I'd like to pull one of these, I'd like to pull this head off and and see what we find. And uh it wasn't so good underneath. Um there was uh there was valve marks on two of the pistons on that side. Um just the engine in general was it was a very dirty build. It only had uh, three thousand miles on it. It had a lot of wear on the cylinders. It was just kind of a mess, and we actually put a piece of wire in there under the oh. head. So um, just a super dirty build, and uh, he paid a lot of money for it. Um, a lot of money. They had a they had a ton of ton of hours on the build and uh he said so so what now i said um uh, you're gonna need a new engine that's that's for sure and uh I said okay all right did he already so, have
0: like like usable stuff at this point like he already had like rods and all that in it or was it like you're having, having so to it do was a full build
1: yeah it was stock uh stock rods um, it was pr- a pretty basic build, uh, nothing, nothing great for sure. So we did a, we did a full build on it. Um, and we put, uh, we put some nice Carrillo rods in there and, and just built it from, from the ground up real, real clean build, real nice, uh, all ringed heads. Uh, um, and he already had a set of. Two fifty one hundred injectors mm-hmm. and uh and he didn't want to go real big he just wanted it to be a real real clean truck real clean running truck so uh so we just did a, a real small compound setup on it it's a 362 sxe and a 472 from force induction so it's a real real tight little setup
0: that thing has and, to drive awesome
1: I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Uh the engines in there and and we're getting ready to uh to have Timmy build the kit for it. So awesome. that's that's going to be that's going to be going together extremely soon. And uh I'm excited. So if anybody to see wants to
0: follow happens. that build, do you guys post about it anywhere on Facebook or anything?
1: Yeah, we sure we sure do. So we uh you know, we we put things on our Facebook page. And then uh and then we also post on our Instagram page and then I have a personal Instagram page. So, um, uh, our, our shop Instagram page is just, uh, night shift diesel. And that I uh, shift is my,
0: one word, right? Yep. Okay.
1: And then, uh, my Instagram page is, uh, Mario G 7.3. So we, we do a lot of, a lot of little stuff on there. And now that it's getting nice out and, Um, a lot of, a ton of builds are finishing up right now. Um,
0: perfect timing for summer.
1: Oh yeah. And there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of racing videos all over all of that. A lot of burnout videos, a lot of donuts. We, we like doing donuts. That's a good time. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff out there. Hopefully, uh, with everything that's going on, we're still going to be able to get to some events this year. We'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. Well, if it doesn't happen, there's always other ways.
1: Always, always.
0: There's always other ways.
1: It will um, find a way.
0: Man, I, I really like talking to you. I, you're probably one of the most inspiring people that I get to talk to. Um, I do have one more question for you, though. This yeah. is a serious question. Do you daily drive your 7.3, your triple turbo 7.3?
1: Yes. Normally I daily drive it. Um, right now it's pulled apart for a, a bed plate. So we're putting a bed plate on the seven, three. You were just
0: running a girdle before
1: it was just a girdle before. And, uh, and it did, it did well for, for a long time. And, uh, I, uh, I want to push it real, real hard. And uh, and see how she can, how she does. So it's uh, it's at the machine shop uh, getting cut up right now for this girdle or this bed plate, and uh, and we should have that back real soon to to be able to put it all back together. And and uh, yeah, yeah, daily driven, uh, tow with it, you name it. It's uh, it's been driven all the way from. Michigan to Tennessee, with triple turbos.
0: You should t- you should some you should summarize that whole thing real quick because that was actually pretty cool.
1: So, uh, so last year they made the they made the seven three Jamboree public, and anybody with a seven three could go. So, uh,
0: where was that at in Tennessee? I can't even remember the name of the town.
1: That was in well it was in a couple of different places so yeah, yeah so they had uh
0: it was at beans diesel was where the main the main event was
1: yep so we were over at beans which uh beans diesel's great you know they're uh they invited us in and they were real accommodating and and it was a cool shop and their dino room was awesome so, and the equipment
0: uh, oh my god they built some really cool shit
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, beans has always been a, a real cool name in the diesel industry, so yeah um, so we we actually got the got the truck all together, and we actually left the day that the event started, so we're leaving Michigan while the event's going on in Tennessee,
0: having just built a triple turbo kit and building an engine. Cause you had just put that engine. together. I remember you sending me pictures. I think I was like hopping on an airplane to fly down there and you were sending me pictures of the pistons. You just got back from getting coated. And I was like, uh, (laughs) what? (laughs) Like you're never going to make it.
1: Yep. So we, uh, so we did that. And, uh, and while that was going on, um, my buddy's truck, uh, he's, he's uh four wheel drive swapping it at the same time. So he's got a seven, three that, that he's throwing together, you know, that he's got uh, built up and, and it was just rear wheel drive and, and, you know, we're, we're getting ready to go down there and he's four wheel drive swapping it. And uh, well, we're, well, we're putting the triple turbo kit on and, uh and we're up all night long and, and just killing ourselves to get this stuff done so we can get down there. Cause we, we sponsored the event too, just like, uh, just like you did. And, and, you know, we, we were super excited about it. You know, this is, yeah. this is the event, you know? Well, yeah, the- at
0: this point you can't just not show up.
1: Right. And we, you know, we, we talked a bunch of shit. Yeah, we'll be there. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. And here we are, you know, we're, you know, the events down there just getting started and we're still finishing it up. And, uh, we're like, all right, we got it. We're good. And, uh, so basically
0: you fired up the truck and just drove to Tennessee.
1: And we, we drove straight through from Michigan to Tennessee, um, got down there on the second day and, uh, and you know, we just parked and went and went and watched some of the dinos and, You know, went and talked to everybody, and you know, a couple people that knew that we were coming down and, um, you ate some food down there. And, you know, it was was hot down there. It was a good time. You know, I I like that heat. So we were excited and, um, had a real good ride down. Um, I almost
0: died in that heat. That was, that was crazy.
1: (laughs) We uh, on the on the drive down we ran into a nice nice built Mustang along the way and we were playing on the expressway a little bit and um, did you beat him? Uh, you know, we were we were side by side and I said, you know what, um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna back out of this. Uh, I am probably in, could I'm probably getting
0: out of fresh pill.
1: <laughs> I'm in Kentucky and I'd like to make it to Tennessee and actually make it to this event and I don't know what's gonna happen so choice yeah so so I did that and we got down there to uh I looked it up it's Woodbury Tennessee and uh that's what it was yeah we get down there and just start talking to a couple people and um I actually went and this was this felt really good so I went and sat in the dyno room, you know, the room next to the dyno there and I'm just sitting there and uh, drinking a pop and just watching, watching the trucks get dynoed. And there's some people in the room and they're just talking and just talking about whatever the truck that's being dynoed, some of the other trucks out there. And, um, and they said, Oh yeah, a truck made good power in there. And they're like, yeah, I can't wait to see what that triple turbo truck's going to do. And they started talking about it. And that, yeah, <laughs> that gave me a huge head, right? Right. And you're I like, had, okay, huge, huge oh, head. You're day. the
0: most humble dude I've ever met. <laughs> 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 huge. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, it was, it was great. I mean, I'll tell you what, it was the best feeling ever to hear something like that, to, to walk into somewhere and have somebody talk about your truck. like. Mm -hmm. like what could be better you know and
0: nobody knows who you are but your truck is well known
1: (laughs) right yeah they had no idea that that i was sitting right there not a clue and and it was just a really cool experience to have and i'm so glad i was in there when they said that and it was just it was just really cool it it literally made my day Mm -hmm. um so I didn't say a word, you know, nothing, nothing about it at all. And just just listened. And, you know, after a little bit, I was talking to some of the guys in there, still didn't say anything about it. And uh, you know, kinda of walked around some more, you know, talked to some more people, and uh, you know, a couple people a couple people knew who I was and you know, they're like, Hey, let me see your truck and You know went over there and showed our trucks off and things like that and um and then uh then nobody you know the dyno kind of slowed down a bit and uh so i pulled over there and um and put her on the dyno and and uh the dyno operator's like oh yeah so uh you know tell me a little bit about your truck and yeah uh, (laughs) tell me the short (laughs) story Yeah, I start telling him about it a little bit, and uh, I said, uh, "Triple turbos." And he said, uh, "Excuse me, what?" And I said, uh, it has triple "Did you turbos. not know this is a
0: seven-three event?"
1: Yeah. And uh, he's like, uh, "Can you pop the hood? I'd like to see that." And uh, when I popped the hood, thirty people rush the truck, and I i tell you, that was a powerful moment. Um Yeah.
0: It was all uh, worth
1: it. Yeah, just everybody. All the way back
0: it. to cutting out cab corners and smelling cow shit. It was worth it. It was
1: exactly. It was it was the best. It was it was amazing. And uh yeah, yeah, it was a really good time. I had the dirtiest smile on my face when that happened. I bet. Um yeah, it just felt good. It just felt really good, you know, to um uh, just to just to create something like that that everybody was super pumped to see. Um and
0: at this point it doesn't even matter if it makes power. It's like no, no, it was, like, just cool.
1: That's it. You know, like uh it's it's an amazing weekend already, you know. I got to I got to go on a road trip and uh, you know, and talk to a bunch of people in person that I talked to online on a regular basis, you know, uh, got to meet you down there and, uh, got to, got to meet Matt Mayer and, and everybody else in person. It was just, it was just a good time, you know? And, uh, um, and then, uh, and then all of this, everybody excited about my truck and, uh, you know, it's, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the best compliments you can ever get is, is somebody being, you know, all amped up about your truck. I mean, that's, that's big, you know, that's There's nothing better. That's, that's any car guy's thing. You know, that's, that's amazing. And, uh, do you,
0: do you find it more fun when people like when they don't know that it's your truck and you just get to overhear them? Like you said earlier, like, Oh, absolutely. Like then, then if somebody's asking you specifically, cause they know it's your truck, like,
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah that yeah. that's the best thing ever um, because it feels real.
0: Like like man, you know, like this is so fucking cool.
1: Right? Yeah, because it is real, and it's not just somebody saying saying things because they're trying to be nice or they know it's yours or anything like that. To hear mm-hmm. real stuff about it is great. You know, even if I'd rather I'd rather have that and hear like you know one negative thing about it and one positive thing than to hear you know somebody talk to my face and say it you know it's uh Mm -hmm. it's nice to to really hear you know that plus you know anybody to be passionate about the same thing I'm passionate about is great you know I'm all about that Mm -hmm. so so yeah that that is a super good feeling I've I've always I've always liked that and uh you know it and it's definitely happened over time and things like that I mean just literally just today um I was at a another buddy's shop and um picking up a part and uh and he had a friend there and and that guy wasn't real big into the 7.3 thing and he had no idea who I was or anything like that at all and um he was just kind of asking me some questions about my truck and he's like what what turbo do you have on that and I said uh which turbos? Uh,
0: but yeah, I, I anyway. said
1: a 4294R and two S366 SXs, and he said, "Oh, triples." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah," and uh, and he just looked at me like, "What?" And uh, <laughs> who the fuck
0: would put triples on a seven <laughs> three?
1: Yeah, and my buddy just started talking about it, and he's like, "Holy shit!" So it was uh it was definitely cool, um, you know, to get a response like that out of somebody, um, stuff like that. It's that, that just, it makes your day, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. It's the, it's the lifestyle, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard to have anything better than, than, uh, you know, compliments or, you know, surprising people with something you've done or anything like that. Uh, just, just feels good.
0: Okay, you're gonna, you're literally killing people right now. What did it make for power on the dyno?
1: So it made a uh, seven hundred and eighty-four point eight real horsepower on fuel.
0: Boom. On yep, fuel. Boom.
1: Yep. And I was, uh, I was real happy uh, to hit that number. I, um, I wanted. And- in my view, like everyone listening, this is not like,
0: this hasn't even been like tuned for this setup. Like nothing has changed. I think we sent you a tune for that truck back when you had like just an S 468 on it, like Definitely. a year, two years before, like it was a while ago.
1: It was a while and, ago. Yeah.
0: And I, I, I don't, I wasn't there for the dyno event itself. I, I missed when you dynoed your truck somehow. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was like, I was all excited because we were going to live tune that thing when it was down there. And, uh, hopefully even before, you know, he threw it up there, but, but yeah, that's, that's freaking crazy. Yeah. 784 horsepower, right?
1: Yep. 784. That's freaking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. I was, I was super happy. Um, you know, a lot of people asked me what I thought it would make. And, uh, you know, I, I said, I don't know. Uh, 725 i'd be happy with 725 and that's pretty uh, damn good on
0: a on a 7.3 i mean that it's rare to see a 7.3 make more than like 650 on fuel like oh really absolutely rare. it doesn't absolutely.
1: happen no it's, it's it's very rare um to do anything like that it just uh it, it's tough to make power with a 7.3 above you know I mean really 550 is pretty easy, you know, it's that's relatively easy anywhere in there and then six hundreds you know, takes a, takes a little bit more. It's more so it takes a little more to hold it together. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then really there's very few people that have made over seven hundred. I mean I uh
0: You're on a very short list.
1: Very, very short list. And usually if you're making over 700 you've got a a pretty big single on there and uh it's
0: not a towing driving setup and you right. you have you towed with this setup since you did triples on it like have you actually like hooked to a trailer and towed with it before
1: yeah yeah it does better than the 468 yeah <laughs> that's fucking awesome yeah it it's honestly uh it spools so much nicer um You know, the the 468 when you're on the expressway and, you know, sitting there with, you know, little to no boost and, and you just stomp on it, um, you know, there, there's a little delay before she lights. And with the triples, there's, there is no delay. It, it just lights right then immediately. And uh, that's, that's my favorite part about it. Um, I, I really like things to light quickly and And that really, really does light quickly um, that that's the fastest lighting seven three I've ever been in by far and
0: just keeps pulling
1: and just keeps pulling yeah it uh it does so um after we get her all back together, I'm still gonna run her with the three fifty two hundreds for a bit. I want to push those those injectors as far as they can go. I want to I want to spray them.
0: You spray them a bunch, see what we 20. can hit
1: with them. See how yeah. nasty she'll do. And uh and then after I after I've uh gotten the most out of the 35200s, I'm going to I'm going to go a little bigger and do something like some some four fifty four hundred something like that. And uh, and see what we can do with that.
0: And, I'm almost sad to see that. I, I think you're going to lose enough drivability. Like It might make a little more power, but I think – I don't know. I
1: don't know. I, I, want, I need to find out. I'm curious out. to see. Yeah, I, I need to find out and, and see what it's going to do. Um, the problem is, like
0: you said, you love building – then right. what <laughs> there's nothing right. left that's, to do <laughs> there's yeah that's, there's no more fuel there's no more air like
1: right that's the problem so i i kind of have to try it no matter what and i'm not going to sell my 352 hundreds i'm i'm going to i'm going to pull those out and uh and box those up and and try the big ones and uh we'll see what it does mm-hmm. and if it's amazing then okay yeah we're going to keep that and uh if it takes away some drivability or or anything like that at all um you know we're we're gonna go out there and have a little fun with it and make some numbers and uh you know do some good testing with them and and see what happens and uh you know if uh if i'm not feeling them then we're gonna pull those out and throw the 350 200s back in and uh you know and then somebody's going to get a real good deal on on some slightly used injectors that made some some very big power. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to have to do some uh some 1023 live tunes this year for sure.
0: Yeah, I need to make it down there. I Yeah. I don't care about COVID, whatever. It is what it is. As yep. long as I'm allowed to fly in an airplane, I'm going to come down there this summer at some point.
1: Absolutely. I actually I actually looked today and uh I think it's only uh, a 56-hour drive for me to get to, to Alaska, so uh, I don't know. We'll see. That might happen, too.
0: I don't know what you mean by only, but that's, that's a lot of driving.
1: That'd be cool, though, wouldn't it? I think, uh, I think pop people would follow that, uh, that road trip.
0: It would be an interesting adventure. Absolutely. Well, when you get here, we've got a pretty nice place for you to stay.
1: Good, because I'm sure I'll need, I'll need a good nap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on for this and uh, it was really cool to hear your story. I think a lot of people are going to like it. Um, you touched on it a little bit earlier, but basically you can be found on Instagram with at Nightshift diesel on Instagram, night Shift diesel on Facebook. And uh, what's your personal Facebook or your personal Instagram?
1: It's uh Mario G 7.3. Okay.
0: And where are you guys located?
1: We're in Lapeer, Michigan.
0: Lapeer, Michigan. So basically, if you have a diesel and you want to do anything to it, especially if you want to do anything above the norm, go to Lapeer, Michigan. Look up night shift diesel, and they'll build you anything you want.
1: Absolutely. Bring us something wild.
0: If it's not wild, will you reject them?
1: You know, is as, as long as they want to do it right, we'll we'll take it on. If uh. If they're looking to half-ass it, we'll we'll send them away. We've done it before. Um, you know, we're putting our name on these builds. Uh, I'm I'm not going to build something that's that's not going to work right, that is going to make us look bad. That's gonna that's gonna fail and and just be a mess. Um, that's that's not what we're trying to build here. You know, um, I've got no problem building something that somebody's going to daily drive or somebody's going to take just to events or anything like that. All that's great. You know, I don't mind a purpose built vehicle, whatever people want. But, you know, if somebody just wants to throw some junk together that's not going to work right, that they can they can take that to another shop because uh, we're not just looking to make money we're looking to build cool trucks.